the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there. How's everything in your world? Another week gone by. Has it been an all right one for you? So then, let's take a look then at this week in music history, the week of August 29th, looking forward to September 2nd. And we'll start with what went on on the 29th of August. This is genius. 1977, when I say genius, my tongue is firmly implanted in my cheek and I'm rolling my eyes So much so that they may pop out the top of my head. 1977, three people were arrested in Memphis after trying to steal Elvis Presley's body. This was the reason he was moved and buried in Graceland. Here's one of the brainiacs involved in that fiasco, August 29th, 1977. I knew a safe burglar and... uh and he, he had cutting torches, and, and the mausoleum had the iron gates on them. And the casket was up in there. Well, I, 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 we, we would have got the casket out. We was, he was equipped to get whatever it was out of the concrete. Uh, he had settling torches like scuba diving tanks to, you know, cut into the gates, whatever, you know, cut the lock off, open the gates, and, and pull the casket out. We just needed four people. This was the week in 1994, in fact, again on August 29th, that we got Oasis' debut album. Definitely, maybe. Here's Noel. To think that when I was writing those songs in a bedsit, a council bedsit in Manchester in 1991-92, that those songs, years later, would still mean as much, not to people in England, which you take that for granted. Kids, you know what I mean? Who wouldn't have been born then. Cigarettes and alcohol means the same to them as it did to me then, and that is an amazing thing. And I and I'm and I don't know why that is. And I'd love to say it's because I'm a genius and all that, which quite evidently I am. Uh, but um, <laughs> it's just one. It's a magical thing that I, that we were all involved in, and. You know, long may it continue. It's it's just a great... I love that record. It was an amazing blues guitarist who died this week in 1975. When I say died, well, he died for 35 minutes in hospital after been taking ill. We're talking about Paul Kossoff of Free. He died for real eight months later. He didn't come back from that in 1976. But for now... Well, here's his old bandmate, Paul Rogers from Free, talking about seeing Paul Kossoff play for the first time. There was a blues band, and uh, I I thought, well, we'll call ourselves Brown Sugar. And we were playing at a club called the Fickle Pickle. And at the end of the first spot, who walks in, but a long-haired guy with flared jeans called Paul Kossoff, brings his Les Paul in, and he says, "Um, I'd like to have a jam, you know. And I said, okay. So he gets up and just blew me away. In 1989 this week, Izzy Stradlin of Guns N' Roses was arrested for making a public disturbance on a flight. It hadn't been Izzy's day. He got bitten by a dog earlier that day. He got downgraded from first class to economy. And then while in economy, he decided to pee on the floor of the plane while giving grief to a stewardess who um, was giving out to him for lighting up a cigarette. Jeez, it really wasn't his day. Meanwhile, back in the world of the band, he was rather fed up at that time with the other band lads in Guns N' Roses making small of his contributions. Like half the songs I would play to him, he would go, oh man, that's Black Sabbath, that's Led Zeppelin, blah, blah, blah. And I'd go, what the f*** are you talking about? This is something completely different. He would, you know, he'd argue back and forth about this stuff. He was a real 
Nasty critic. August 31st this week, we got Prince on the big screen. The little fella made 80 million quid at the box office with Purple Rain. Prince in his first motion picture. Before he created the music, he lived every bit of it. Prince, the story. The struggle. The movie. Purple Rain. It was this week in 1977 and it happened on September 1st that Blondie, a former Playboy bunny, Debbie Harry, signed their first major record company contract with Chrysalis Records. Here's Debbie on the old days, as in the one in front of the camera. I guess I wanted to rise to the challenge. I don't know. I I think it was something that was left over from... uh, uh, a friend of my my parents, uh, who was a member of the of the Playboy Club, and he always made it seem so exotic and so exciting. And I also thought that it would be a good way to make money, which it was. So I tried it. I, I think I worked there for eight or nine months. And what was it like? Because Gloria Steinem very famously wrote about how ghastly it was having that <laughs> little, little puff on her bottom and the and the ears. Ah, how did you cope with it? Well, I mean, I, I like to dress up, so that didn't really bother me. 2016 this week, a blue plaque marking the very first home of Freddie Mercury when he and his family arrived in England was unveiled. This is how it was all reported on the BBC. The streets of Felton were a far cry from what the teenage Freddie Bolsara, as he was known then, was used to. His father worked for the British government in Africa's Zanzibar. And when there was revolution there, they fled for their safety... To hear. One word, it was cold. <laughs> yes, we did find a massive change for that. Also, different environment, the houses look different, shops, everything really. It was this week in 1965 and on September 2nd when Ray Manzarek, keyboard player of The Doors, bumped into Jim Morrison and decided to talk forming a band together. And it was on September 2nd, they recorded demos. Ray takes up the story. Uh, writing songs, huh? I knew he was a poet. He knew I was a musician. Why don't you sit down here, man? Sit down with me. Sing me a song. And he oh, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't have a very good voice, man. I said, oh, come on, you do too. You know, what's it, you know, you can sing. Uh, Bob Dylan doesn't have a good voice. <laughs> and he starts to sing Moonlight Drive. 1989 on September 2nd, Ozzy Osbourne was charged with threatening to kill his wife Sharon. How this doesn't happen daily, I don't know. But this time he was arrested and it was all very serious. He's got his underpants on, I thought he was ready for bed and suddenly he just said, we've made a decision and I'm like, we've? Mm. Yes, and you've got to die and I'm like, okay. All right. And so what did he do then? Um, He lunged on me and, you know, got me down to the floor and started strangling me. I know, that was like someone putting a red-hot poker through the middle of my spine, you know. He's like, you know, that was my worst 
And that's still, that didn't stop me drinking. I know. Why didn't that stop you drinking? I don't know. And that is your look at music history for this week until September 2nd. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Have a great week. My name is Marty Miller, and you can find what we do daily on the radio as well. It's on Nova and on nova.ie.